Russell Wilson to DC, Eric Binnemi on Sam Howe, and the season is over for Chris Rodriguez Jr. All that and more on your 28 December Daily Commanders update. Let's go. Greetings and salutations and welcome to your 28 December Daily Commanders Update. I'm Nathan Perry here on Ref the District on the Believe Network, and we've got a crazy update for you as not only was Sam Howell benched, but so was Russell Wilson, which began the torrent of people talking about where he will end up next. Now, a couple of years ago, Washington fans were pining over Russell Wilson coming back here. He's a Virginia native. He started his college career down there in Virginia, and they moved on, became a household name with the Seattle Seahawks, and it was a dream to get a future Hall of Fame player here in D.C. playing QB. That might have been the missing piece Ron Rivera was looking for two years ago. Problem was, is he ended up in Denver, did not go to Washington, although reports in the at the time said Washington did try to make a move for him to take him away from Seattle. Denver ends up landing him in the trade, and that trade looks like an absolute disaster now as Russell Wilson was benched and now looking to be cut, meaning there will be no compensation coming back to Denver which does mean he is free to sign wherever he wants. Will Washington go after the quarterback after a couple of down years? Now, I say that, but this year he was actually looking pretty good in certain stretches, maybe a couple bad games here and there. But I do remind people, you as a fan might have been excited. Maybe not all of us, right? Not all of us were excited to see Russell Wilson here and Bernie Gold, but overwhelmingly from our experience, people wanted Russell Wilson here in DC as a fan of this franchise. He was supposed to take that next step with us. So now that he's had this regression, I don't think that sentiment is there. I think most people want to either see Sam Howell here or they want to see them Washington draft a QB. So what is your take? Because honestly, bet online as Washington as one of the top favorites here, this is the odds for Russell Wilson's next team by week one of 2024. And Washington is third on the list, seven to one odds right there on Bet Online. Of course, you can head over to Bet Online to use the code Believe B L E A V to get yourself a 50% welcome package. And that way you can start it off right and bet on the NFL, bet on the NBA, the bowl games right around the corner, or bet on where Washington or where Russell Wilson might end up next. Is it going to be Washington? I personally would stay far, far away. I was saying we are, should be very thankful he didn't choose Washington after his poor play. Maybe that was Hackett. Maybe that's Sean Payton, but you don't want to take that risk here in Washington and set the franchise back even further by either not developing Sam Howell or not taking a QB at the top of the draft. Speaking of developing Sam Howell, Eric Bienemy got his chance to talk to the media today and said that he couldn't put, quite put his finger on why Sam Howell started to regress. Eric Bienemy from Nikki J here, Eric Bienemy on Sam Howell. He just didn't play well. And unfortunately, that happens. It's not like anything you can put your finger on. Uh, it was good for Eric Bienemy to take some of the, the bluntness 
on this one where he was just like, Sam Howell didn't play well. A lot of people wanted to make excuses for, for Sam Howell, this or that offensive line, the scheme or anything when it comes to that. And Eric Beanie wasn't necessarily having any of that. He said he just wasn't playing well. Now, Eric Beanie did go into saying that he couldn't put a finger on why he was playing well. I think that's a little disingenuous as Eric Beanie better know why Sam Howell wasn't playing well, because that's his job to kind of understand why he's not playing to his thing, or at least know this is what happened and this is why he got benched. Now, Eric Beanie did say that Jacoby Brissett earned the right to play and that Sam Howell is still a good QB and has a future in this league and did all the doting that he needs to do for the young QB to kind of ease the, the, you know, the breakup period here where Sam Howell will be on the bench, these final two games and Jacoby Brissett is going to get the start. But it was interesting to see Eric Beanie kind of avoid taking any accountability. And, and I say that, only in some sense, because he did say that there was aspects of Sam Howe's development that he needed to take a look at. So he wasn't completely, you know, trying to avoid that accountability, but it did seem in that particular moment that he was just like, oh yeah, he, he started playing badly, but we can't necessarily put a finger on why he was playing badly. And that's why we couldn't fix it. And so there are people like JP Finley and others who are going through the blame game here, JP's uh, blame pie chart for the demise of Sam Howell. Demise may be a little rough of a word there, but the the downward spiral of Sam Howell, the blame pie from JP, JP Finley here, 40% on Ron Rivera, 30% Eric Bienemy, 20% Sam Howell, 5% offensive line, and 5% the uniform the universe. DC sports just can't have nice things, JP says. So what is your blame chart? Where do you put the blame for Sam Howe's deteriorating play? Because let's face it, he did. There was a good three-game stretch. There was you know, some good aspects to his game early on in the season. And then he just hasn't really had a complete game or even a good game for the last six weeks or so. So who do you put the blame on? Me personally, I am going to put it at the top at, with with Ron Rivera and then Eric Bieniemy. I think as far as Sam Howell, he probably takes in about ten percent of the blame. He's got to do things to make himself better, right? His coaches need to put him in a position to win, run the ball more, you know, play to certain aspects that would help him. But Sam Howell is the one who's actually got to go out there and do something. So I probably put it like fifty percent Ron Rivera, forty percent. Uh, Eric Bienemy and 10% Sam Howell. I'm not going to give the line any credit for Sam Howell not playing well when Sam Howell wasn't doing things to help out the offensive line. Good QBs will help out their offensive line. I have a whole spreadsheet. Eventually, we're going to release that and talk about it when the time is right. And then, honestly, things aren't maybe nearly as bad as Washington fans might think when it comes to their offensive line. So yes, let me know exactly where you put the blame on Sam Howell and his poor quarterback play here towards the end of the season. Uh, the, the poor play has put Washington in a good position. If you're pro tanking, even if you're not pro tanking, this is where Washington sits, sits right now to earn a top two pick in the 2024 draft. Currently sitting at 24% to get one of the top two picks, which would give them or should give them an elite talent. 
right now, Washington sitting at three. That's a precarious position as they're tied with the Patriots on record. And it goes to not the head to head. Okay. It actually goes to the strength of schedule. Washington having a minor lead with that right now. There's a couple of games to watch with the Patriots as far as that's concerned. If they lose out and Washington loses out, I believe. Washington fans would want the Steelers to upset the Seahawks. And I think Arizona in week 18 is the other game to have them win. And then Washington would be guaranteed to beat the Patriots in that strength of schedule tiebreaker. So those are the kind of things to kind of watch out with that. Now the breakdown goes even further as if Washington were to lose out for the rest of the season, Seth actually broke it down for us as well. The worst they can do is the fourth pick overall. So Washington likely going to end up with a top four pick. A good percentage of that chance is actually going to land them a third round pick. I am still not pro tanking. It is not something that is in with me. I hope that Washington can pull out a victory one of these last two games, and then you just kind of hope the other teams kind of figure it out to keep Washington in their draft position. But it, there is some comfort knowing that even that my our team is not that good, if they lose these last couple of games, they should be in position to get a player that's going to help them and the new regime next year and possibly turn this around sooner than later. One of those players that was picked this year to kind of help push the team over the edge was Chris Rodriguez Jr. Taking the six rounds, a pick I didn't like at first and a pick I came to actually enjoy watch playing. Unfortunately, his season is over as he's been put on injured reserve and the team has also activated Deshaun Harris from injured reserve in that fact as well. Chris Rodriguez, I think, was a much better pickup than I initially gave credit to. He is a nice one-cut runner. He adds an element to this team that I think that can carry over next season. Washington's going to be without Antonio Gibson, most likely, as he's going to take a contract elsewhere. You have Brian Robinson and Chris Rodriguez, and then you just need to add a kind of pass-catching dynamic back out there because you really do have a good one-two punch with those two. And Brian Robinson, especially bringing in some pass-catching skills this year, if he carries that over next season, you can draft or have an undrafted free agent come in and be that third running back for you and all will be okay. So hopefully Chris Rodriguez does heal up and we will see him next season because his season is done so far today. Well, I have some bad news, unfortunately, for the franchise for London Fletcher as the Hall of Fame announced their finalists, and it's the Hall of Wrong, as London Fletcher once again snubbed as being a finalist for the Hall of Fame. Eric Allen, Jared Allen, Willie Anderson, Jari Evans, Dwight Freeney, Antonio Gates, Rodney Harrison, Devin Hester, Torrey Holt, Andre Johnson, Julius Peppers, Fred Taylor, Reggie Wayne, Patrick Willis, and Darren Woodson all make the finalist. And two of these names, I think that 
London Fletcher should have made it over. Eric Allen and Jari Evans would have been the ones, I think, that London Fletcher should have been able to surpass in the finalist voting. It's unfortunate that he's been snubbed again. You look at his body of work. He's got a Super Bowl ring. He's got several seasons put together. He's an Iron Man playing at a, a physical position, a physical way for so many years without missing a game. These are all important things, and you've got to figure eventually he's going to come in, but his time is starting to tick. As he gets older and older, he might end up into another category for the Hall of Fame voting, which makes it even less likely he will come to be a gold-wearing jacket. Let me know who you think London Fletcher could potentially be put in on that list over in the comment section if you're watching this on YouTube, or you can hit us up on Twitter or X as it's known at ref the district and let us know there. If you're listening to this on your favorite audio platform, we're presented by bet online. This was your daily commanders update for 28 December last one for the new year. We've got a game preview for you coming up tomorrow with the believe in 49ers crew. And then we will be doing play by play and commentary for the game live on Sunday. Lots of fun. We got a few things planned for it that should make it even more entertaining than the game itself as it is possibly going to be a beatdown. but we will see you then on Sunday. So until next time, be a fan. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.